We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, let me just carry you mentally. If we turned all these scriptures, it'd just take us a long time. But in Luke, the 17th chapter, verse 5 and 6, the apostles came to the Lord Jesus and they said, Lord, increase our faith. (laughs) Now, they said, just give us more faith, you see. Be good if we could just ask God to give us more faith. Wouldn't that be great? And he'd just give us a bushel basket full. But he said, now, here's what he said. He said, if you had faith as a seed, you would say, Now, the King James says it a little different from that. King James says, if you had faith as a seed, you might say. But now the literal Greek, the interlinear Greek New Testament, says, if you had faith as a seed, you would say. See, it's a stronger word. You would say to the sycamore tree, be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Now, it didn't say it obey God. It didn't say it obey the Holy Ghost. It says it's going to obey you. Now, see, we're talking about the power of words. Now, this is Jesus telling this. It's not something I made up. You understand? Jesus said that. Now, here's what he said to their question. They said, Lord, why don't you just give us more faith? That's what we need. We need more faith. Well, faith doesn't come by asking. Faith cometh by hearing the word of God. But what Jesus said to them, if you allow me to paraphrase it, he said, fellas, you don't need more faith. What you need to do is understand that faith works like a seed. And unless you plant it, it's not going to do you any good. Do you get that? A seed is no good unless you plant it. I mean, if I had two grains of wheat in my hand, you can't make biscuits out of it. You can't make any gravy out of it. You just don't have enough. It's only good for one thing, and that is to plant. But now, if I've got sense enough to plant it, if I'm smart enough to do what God says with it, before long, I could feed the world with those two grains of wheat. Because if you plant it, it'll grow up and it'll produce, and you'll have a harvest. So what Jesus is saying to the disciples here, if you had faith that you're willing to plant, See, the problem was they didn't have faith as willing to plant. They didn't have faith as a seed. See, you could have faith and not have faith as a seed. You could say, oh, yes, I believe the Bible's true. I believe it from cover to cover. Well, the Bible says that my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. And if you give, it shall be given unto you. Well, yes, I know that's in the Bible. I believe it. Well, is it true in your life? Well, no, it's not true in my life. Well, why isn't it true in your life? Well, I guess it's just not God's will. Hey, the Word of God is the will of God. It is God's will. But it won't happen to you just because it's God's will. You're not going to get healed just because it says, by His stripes you were healed. And you're not going to get prosperous just because it says, whatever He doeth will prosper, unless you believe it. See, you've got to get that on the inside of you. You can't take the Bible down to the hospital, lay it on somebody, and get them healed. But it's full of the Word of God. If you can get that Word in them, then it'll manifest itself. 
So what Jesus said to the disciples, if you had faith as a seed, you would say to the sycamore tree. Now the sycamore tree was a black mulberry tree, they tell me. Now what he was saying to them, evidently, they were walking down a path and this tree was right in the middle of the path. I've seen trees in the middle of the intersection, you know, and they just blacked up around them. And it was an obstacle. See, it's sitting there. It's, it's in their path. And he said, now, if you had faith as a seed, you could say to this inanimate object, this tree, be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it, the tree, would obey you. Or it would obey your faith-filled words. If you had faith as a seed. In other words, he tells two great faith secrets there. One is that faith is as a seed, and it works like a seed, and the way you plant it is to say it or to speak it. Now somebody said, I tell you, you're not going to catch me speaking to trees and to mountains and talking to things. No, and you're not going to see any of them move either. See, Jesus is not talking about uprooting trees anyway here. No more than he's talking about blowing Mount Everest into the sea when he said, Whosoever shall say to the mountain. He's telling you about problem areas in your life. Situations that you face that you don't know what to do with. He tells you to say to that situation, Be plucked up, be planted in the sea, depart, be gone, tell it what to do. This is the way Adam was to have dominion in the beginning. See, he told him, have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl there, over everything that creepeth on the earth. Now, you know, that's good news in itself to just know that you have dominion over creeps. <laughs> that's good news. And over the elephants, everything. How was he going to subdue elephants? He's going to have to do it with his faith. There wasn't a whole lot he could do about it physically. He had to do it with his faith and the power of words. Operate in it like God operated in it. So... Two of the great faith secrets was right there in the power of words. If you had faith as a seed, you would speak what you believe. Now compare this with what James said. James said, if any man seemeth to be religious, and there are a lot of folks that seemeth to be religious, but they don't bridle their tongue. And they speak all sorts of things. And he says, what that man believes will be in vain if he's not careful what he's speaking. See, he may believe when he starts out that everything's going to be all right. But if he begins to believe everything he sees in the newspaper and everything he hears on television, he's going to end up having faith in the devil and faith in depression instead of prosperity. And what he believed in the beginning will disappear because He's brought on something else. He's sowed one thing. See, you can pray one thing and say another. And when you do, your saying will nullify your praying. So Jesus just simply tells you how to use the power of words and the law of faith. Now, someone has made the statement that those that say they can and those that say they can't are both right about any situation. Those that say they can and those that say they can't. I'm talking about if that's a continual confession of theirs. Now, you understand that if you just say something one time, that's not a confession as far as that's concerned. But you see, Jesus tells us how to operate in the power of words and in the law of faith. Now, faith is a law. Now, we can all understand natural law. See, there's a law of gravity. 
How many of you know the law of gravity works? There's always some guy trying to say that it doesn't, but if you just get on a building, jump off, it's working. It works when it's cold, it works when it's hot. It works when the wind's blowing, it works when it's not. It works when it's raining, it works when it's dark. You know why? Because it's a law. Laws work. God's Word is spiritual law. And it works when you work it properly. But you know, we've just kind of made up our own rules as we went. And said, well, you know, I said that, but I really didn't mean that. I just, you know. Well, God knew what I meant. Now, you know what that's like? That's like going to the phone and say, I'm going to die my father on the phone. He lives in England, Arkansas, so I'm going to go dial. And I go there and I dial three or four numbers wrong or miss one digit in the number. And say, oh, well, you know, the phone company knows what I meant. I'm not going to talk to my father. See, we've got to realize something. We're going to have to go by his rules. God has some rules and regulations concerning laws. And when we operate in spiritual law, we're going to have to operate under the rules that God put down. Now, I use this illustration in the book. We've learned how to conform to laws and to enforce laws of electricity. There's a law that governs electricity. And you see, as long as you don't violate that law, You can use electricity, it'll heat your house, it'll cook for you, it'll wash your clothes, it'll do all of the things that needs to be done. And we say, my, isn't it wonderful that we've got electricity. But yet, that same force that can do so much good for you, if it's untamed, it'll kill you in a minute. I saw this happen. I saw a guy that had a wreck in this uh, power pole fell, and the power line was hanging about three foot above the ground. The ambulance crew came and started down the bank to get the guy, and everybody standing around there in three foot of that power line, I guess they thought it was insulated or thought that the power was off, but it wasn't. And when they got the guy on the stretcher and started back up under that, one of the guys got too close to it, and that power, 17,000 volts, arced to his body and killed him instantly. Now, it was the same power that cooked his food, warmed his house, did all the things for him to make life easier, but when he violated the law, it killed him. Proverbs says, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And the old adage, you know, that sticks and stones break your bones, but words will never hurt you, is as wrong as it can be. They can destroy you. If you don't know how to operate in spiritual law, The spirit world is controlled by the word of God. Jesus said in Matthew 16, 16, he told Peter, he said, I give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. How do you bind? With words. With words. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all of this week, our offer is CD offer number 7238. It's entitled, His Word is Seed, Water, and Light. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Now, in this series, we talk about the fact that God's Word is the seed. We find in the parable of the sower that Jesus said, The sower soweth the Word. The Word he's referring to is the Word of God. 
So God's word is seed. And when you sow it, you sow it in the ground or in the soil of a man's heart. And it takes water to cause seed to come up. Now, the washing of the water of the Word is spoken of in the Scriptures is referring to the fact that the Word cleans us up and the Word causes the seed to sprout. The Apostle Paul said, I planted Apollos watered and God gave the increase. Well, how did Apollos water? Well, he came along, preached the same thing that Paul did, only said it in a little different manner, gave them a better understanding of it. The more understanding you get of God's Word, the more it will produce in your life. Any seed, unless it sprouts, will not produce life and will not produce a harvest. So God's Word is the seed that will produce the harvest, and the water of the Word is the understanding of the Word, then David said, the entrance of the Word bringeth light. So when the Word of God comes into your heart, you understand it, it brings light to you. You have to have these things for a seed to produce. You have to have the seed, you have to plant it in the soil, it has to be watered, and it has to have light. God's Word is seed, water, and light. That's offer number 7238, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.